pulls his pants down, and a second later, he gets like hit, <laughs> and it's a cop, and he's like, "What the f are you doing?" He's like, "Oh shit." Smiths throw their dragon shields. All those who chose to oppose the shield must yield. If we're led to a store and a duel is dueled, then the Jeskai will come through when the Commander Smiths throw their dragon shields. No fucking idea. 1960s Captain America cartoon theme song. Oh man, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> How does it go? What's the normal? When the commander... Or, yeah, you're going <laughs> to sing it again to me? Yeah, I heard it, Larry. Uh, when Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who... Oh, you write down to, the lyrics, too, yeah. right there. Uh, well, I scribble them out, and then I put the word above it. That's, <laughs> that's why it's easy for me to scrow, screw up. So yeah. is that a cartoon? Yeah, it was a 1960s cartoon. I don't watch Captain America. old stuff. It's a great theme song. That's terrible. That's when all of the theme songs were good back then. You have a theme of doing superhero songs over your last ones. Yeah, well, it's when I can't figure out a damn song. <laughs> you just go to superheroes. Go to superhero theme songs. So, like, I should be doing X Men next. <laughs> you keep making Commander Smith. Commander Smith. See how when I have to repeat it, do it. Yeah. Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. I am Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. And this is our New Year's edition. Uh, top 10 cards we're doing today. So it's going to be a, a shorter episode, but we're doing our top 10 cards Maybe. over the last year. Whenever you say it's going to be a shorter <laughs> episode. <laughs> last week. It's just normal. Well, it ended up being a, a normal episode last week because we cut out a segment. Uh, but yeah, we're going to get to it. Uh, we're just going to burn through this really quick. So you guys can go to Twitter and check us out. That's where we have the proxy of the week. Uh, not sharing with Adam. Not sharing with Adam. Any other things that we send you out? You drop deck lists. Oh, A&L links, question there. A&L hashtag questions. A&L questions with the S. You can yeah. do either or, but yeah. we've been doing with the S to be able to find it easy. Are we? Uh, <laughs> well, as I did, I tried to find one and I forgot the S on there and then the one popped Now up. we got both of them. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Uh, and then go to Gmail. That's where you can shoot us if you have song ideas and all that stuff or questions or if you want us to look at a deck or something. Actually, we've had the deck go on Twitter as well, right? Isn't that where? Sure. Either way. Yeah. yeah. You can DM us like Larry said. Uh, YouTube's a free way to subscribe to us, uh, support the show. The money way to subscribe to us or support the show is go to Patreon, but that's also where you can get proxies of the week. Yep. At the end and of if, every if month. you like the way that we sound now with this new equipment, yeah. that is helped by the patrons that we by have. By you guys. So uh, we really appreciate it, and it, uh, I think we sound very crisp now. <laughs> yeah, I did say crisp a couple times <laughs> that first episode. <laughs> Stupid. But it, it, yeah, I everything, mean, the board works. At, Don't worry about at it. At this point, everything that you guys uh, donate is going back into the show, either to pay for equipment or our giveaways or something like that. Although yeah. our giveaways mostly have come out of our direct pocket, pocket instead of uh, patron stuff. But any of that stuff is going right back to the show. So it, it'll just help improve our sound and more videos like videos is the next plan. Um, so anyways, let's get to the episode. It's going to be a shorter one. I promise. Top 10 new cards printed this year, 2019. Boom. Uh, Do you want to start happy new year? Yeah, Happy New Year, because by the time you guys hear this, it'll be, I think, New Year's Eve or day something before, like yeah. something like that. So be safe if you go out and have fun. Just be f 
We can't lose anybody. Our numbers are really important. What are you, Magic Mom? Right? Isn't that <laughs> what the Trump? <laughs> Magic Mom Lowry. <laughs> Hashtag to Magic non- Mom Lau. <laughs> All right. Oh, Travel, you started it. It's going to continue. Do you want to start with your 10 or me start with my 10? We can, it doesn't, I don't care. Go ahead. You start with number 10. All right. My number 10 card printed this year is a common. Whoa. Gideon's Sacrifice. Which one is that? One white instant from War of the Spark, and it's prevent all damage dealt to permanents you control and yourself and redirect it to a creature you control. Oh. Wait, was that was that a creature itself? No, it's an instant. Instant. Oh, yeah. instant. Yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. So this this card has been really fun. I I believe this was in my feather deck. Um, Probably. Because you're targeting your own creature. Then it's it's kind of like a fog, but it's really cool if you have like a Boros Reckoner, a Boros Reckoner in play and redirected or a stuffy doll mm-hmm. and put like 20 damage on your stuffy doll. Cause if somebody goes, um, uh, blasphemous act, you're preventing 13 damage to each of your creature redirecting redirect it. it. Uh, so, yeah, so brutal. you can, any damage based wrath, you can just put it all on one creature. Like it works with Savine and just all that damage is prevented anyway. Like, it's just a really cool, versatile card that I've really enjoyed playing around with this nice. year. I like that. I didn't even think to put a comment on my list. <laughs> you, you don't have <laughs> this common folk. Went deep. Oh, deep all cut. right. My number 10 is one that might see a little more play with the new set coming out, but I really like this card. I've been picking up as many as I can with this, but Hall of Heliod's Generosity. Mm-hmm. And that's just the... Uh, the finished cycle, kind of finished cycle of bringing stuff back from your graveyard on top of your life. Well, you know what I'm saying? We got creatures that go back on top. Uh, well, I guess artifacts. artifacts. Well, now we have enchantments. Yeah. Enchantment. Uh, isn't there a plane walker? Oh, there we go. No, we don't have that. But No, we need one. Yeah. But I, I just think it's a really good card. It's very underrated right now. I don't think it. it's very cheap. So I would pick these up because I think eventually these are going to go up. But it's great in normally you don't have recursion for bringing back enchantments and stuff like that. This this is an auto include in enchantment archetypes for sure. Last yeah. week's episode callback <laughs> back shadowing back shadow. <laughs> but I mean, you normally with your recursion stuff, you have a lot of creature bringing back whatever. It's very easy to bring stuff like that to get permanence like you know enchantments back to your hand is very difficult once it goes to the graveyard unless you have something like a regrowth where it's targeting any card that's in your in your graveyard so uh i just really like this card and i think it can be used in a ton of decks and i like land utility stuff so yes yeah. why it fits on there i like land i love lamp <laughs> uh number nine for lowry my number nine is uncommon from m20 you're just staying with all these yep <laughs> uncommons and commons sense of growth or season of growth. Season of growth. Which one is that? Uh, <laughs> all these I don't know. Not You're all right. of them. You're like, we're we're going to get into ones that we know after this. But season of growth is a green colorless enchantment. Whenever you have a creature come into play, you get to scry one. Whenever you target one of your own creatures with a spell, you draw a card. I like that one. Wait, what? It's green colorless enchantment? Yep. From, it might have been, oh shit. Are you cheating? Is it Maybe. not from this year? I'm hoping it's not from M19. Because that would have been off. Oh, Lowry's checking. He might be cheating. I did have one on my list originally. Uh, I had Doom Whisperer in here, and then I was like, oh, wait, that was from last year around this time, so that doesn't count for it. No, no, no. It should be. But So I ended up cutting that one. 
That would have been on my list if we did a list last year. <laughs> yeah, M20. Yeah, okay. Season of the Growth. Yeah, I wasn't wrong. <laughs> uh, so I was just thinking, like, I, I've played around with it in token decks because, like, I'm going to put four tokens into play. Scry yeah. four separate times. No, that's a great card. I mean, that's... <laughs> or it goes into, like, aura decks where you can be like, I'm going to put this aura on there. You're drawing a card. Anything that uh, allows you to get that triggered ability by just playing it is awesome. And it's yeah. scrying. I like scrying a lot as yeah. you know. So it just seems like it could be a really powerful card. And the, the decks where I've kind of fitted in has been really nice utility. Uncommon. You say, uh, yes. Do you know what the foil prices are on that? Nope. You had it on your phone. You should pull it up really quick. I am very curious. I want to see the card. Cause I want to see if I actually have that one, but I'd be curious to see what those uh, foil prices are at. And I'm trying to stall, and it isn't working. No, you're very good at this. <laughs> uh, buck twenty. Oh, that's seven. not bad. Oh, I do like that card. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some of that. All Boom! Right, sweet. All right, my number nine is Bolus's Citadel. Uh, I just think it's a a great mm-hmm. card to have for black. Uh, it's another draw engine to it, and it's just a fucking good card. And that's the uh, three. Black three, is it, right? Yes. Three colorless, three And black. you can look at the top of your library at any time. You can play the top of your library, uh, and then you take damage or you lose life for how many cards you have in your hand. Yeah, this card is insane value. I think we just talked about this yep. two weeks about being a great spec Yeah, uh, in 8,000-plus EDH decks already. Um, it's legit. Yep. Number eight. My number eight is going to be Biomancer's Familiar. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Green, blue, 2-2 creature, but it reduces activated abilities by two generic mana. It just it allows a Training Grounds deck to have a little bit Another, more consistency. Yeah. Uh, and I just I, I love Training Grounds as a card. Um, again, this is in Kenrith. Both of them make Kenrith just so much better. Yeah. Uh, so it's just something that I think was needed as well because Training Grounds is $20, $25. Mm-hmm. It's much cheaper. Uh, and they I need to make two or three more of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, maybe not two less, but I, I would be more than willing to see cards that say one less, like Hearthstone, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So I like it. Boom. Uh, number eight for me is Dockside Extortionist. Ah, that that was almost on my. Oh yeah, I should say Bolus's Citadel was for sure on my almost list. Almost list. Yeah. Your honorable mentions mm-hmm. or honorable mention. When if we if we if do we end up that. saying it, I'll. Uh, so Dockside Extortionist is the, from the Commander set, and it's the most expensive card from the Commander set, mm-hmm. uh, but it's one red and one colorless, I believe is what it is. Yep. And when it comes into play, you get as many treasure tokens are there as there are artifacts uh, from your opponents. Yeah, this is just crazy ramp in red, yeah. right? And you need it for red. Yeah, it was needed in red. It's crazy cool. Yeah. I love it, for sure. And then just also, think of blinking that thing. It is just yeah. play, right? It isn't cast. I think it is when it comes into when it play. comes into play. Yeah. yeah, so you can blink this, double it up with Panharmonicon. It's a goblin. Yeah, like if tribal does a lot of stuff. Number seven. So this is a uh, mixture, and this is more for um flavor reasons. So Urza, Yogmoth, Sarah. That being printed. All three of in, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's more of the flavor reason. Mm. I'm I'm really happy that they were printed and they have a little bit more character added to them and uh 
it just, I think it was really fun just from a, a nostalgia aspect of being able to see those cards actually, instead of representatives of them, like Sarah's angel, you get to see Sarah. Yeah. So I hate I, you though. Why? Number seven, Urza. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Yagma. <laughs> But you, you like them for different reasons. Well, I just think... I'm assuming. Well, Urza can fit in, I, I guess, not every... I like that we're going to switch midway yeah, now through. I'm, and then, yeah. Yeah, no, reverse, reverse. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, as a Urza, it has so many utilities to him. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, that's kind of... I'll get into Yawgmoth is the same idea. Urza could fit in a lot of decks. It doesn't have to be necessarily... It's better to be an artifact deck, but that can fit in a ton of decks. And it could be a good commander in general for an artifact deck. You know, it's for just sure. a good card in general. Yogmoth, same thing. Yogmoth, though, we always talk about having a sack outlet. Yogmoth for black is a perfect one to have in there because not only are you getting rid of pain one life, sacrificing a creature, but you're putting a minus one, minus one counter on somebody else's and creature. And drawing a card. And drawing a card. And you have the proliferate effect with it. Like if there's so, so much yeah. to that. And it's only four mana to come out. Two yeah. black and two colorless. Like, having, having a sack outlet on your commander when you build a deck around having or wanting sack, yeah. a sack outlet, it just makes the deck so much more consistent. And we've just talked about that you should always have some certain, like some way of sacking things. Even if your deck isn't built of, I need to sacrifice creatures. This thing... It has so many utilities to it, so many different things that it covers that this would be the card I would put in the 99. You don't mm-hmm. need this as the commander. This is better. I mean, it's good. Very it's good. great as a commander, but it's just as good to put as your 99. Yeah. No, they're both really... I mean, I was going for flavor reasons, but yeah. they are super powerful cards. I don't know about Sarah the... Benevolent. I didn't put her in, but but that's your I flavor. Mean, those, yeah, that... So, all right, number six for you, <laughs> smothering tithe. Ah, you fucker. <laughs> Where's that for you? It's up there. Um, it's not next, so we'll just okay. go with that. <laughs> so number six, uh, smothering tithe for me, and I just thought it was really good for white to get that kind of ramp for sure. Um, maybe a little annoying. I but don't know I, why I you would was, put that card in the deck. It's so it's, that's not a good card. Why is this on your list? <laughs> Shush. No, this is a really good yeah. card. It's it's really really good. Yeah, uh, I agree. And I and I it's just for a color that needed it. Man, where did that fit in mine? I'm trying to see where it is. Oh, okay, all right. So number five for me is finale of devastation. Mm. Mm, that w- mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it in my fave fives for sorceries. So it's got to make it in there for this. But I I just think it's a good way. I like using Crater of Behemoth as a, a potential killer, and this is a way to go get that if yep. I need, you know, th- there's two options. I'm not necessarily tutoring, but I kind of am in a way. But it's just... No, you are. It's <laughs> for sure what's going on. It's a, it's, it's a great way to go get anything and just put it directly into play. It's just a good card in general. So uh, you're number five, <laughs> you're right? Gonna, Wait, five or four? Yeah, yeah we're on five. Yeah, you're going to yell at me again. <clears throat> the Great Henge. <laughs> <laughs> Can so I just the, do my list first no. and then you do your list? Because nope, I'm doing your list first. <laughs> After this, I don't think we're going to have any uh, switch over. We might have one more. But uh, the Great Henge is pretty awesome because it's reducing cost. Yeah, it you is wanna, pretty you awesome. Put, what did you like about it? Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, when cards have multiple utilities to them, they're just good cards, you know? So you're, you're also you're getting... Uh, Mana, you're drawing, uh, getting a little bit of life, a little bit of life. Like there's just so much. It's to potentially that. only two green, but 
probably more like four, but, but that's still, still for four really for good. Is really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it makes it in a higher spot on my list is how much I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad. I get to talk about it first. Uh, my number four smothering tithe. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard that's a good card. Yeah. It's pretty good. I really love that. I got to make a digi token with it. I guess that's where I'll go with that. What's your number four? Because I don't, I don't think I we need to talk this. about smothering tithe again because we already talked about it. <laughs> I told you this is gonna go fast. We're this, not even gonna make twenty minutes into this. No, episode. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you might have had this one too. Uh, Winds of abandon. That was in my honorable mention. That, okay. Yeah. All right. So when Winds of abandon, yeah. uh, you want to overload it for. Yep. Uh, six That's good exile all your opponent's creatures and they all get land coming into play. I think this is in three or four on my decks right now. Yeah, it's, it's it was it was almost gonna make it over uh, Hall of Heliods, but I was just like, ah, uh, I do really like it, but I like Hall of Heliods. You know, I like lands. I love lands. <laughs> I love I love land. Yeah, uh, it's no. just amazing. We talked about it as my fave five last week is one of my favorite sorceries. Uh, it didn't make this. It doesn't mean that's not my fa- You know, it's a fave five sorceries. This was the top 10 of the year cards. There's only one sorcery. Was that here. your number one? No, not that. No. Okay. It was just on your fave five. I hope not. That'd be weird because <laughs> you put devastation. devastation. No, I thought that one was my number one. I don't, I don't remember. No, no, no. Cards. Uh, oh shoot. I'm such a douche. That was five or finale was number five <laughs> and winds of abandon was number four. So somehow. I within two, within <laughs> <laughs> whoops. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with your winds of abandon. It's a very good card, and it should be on my top ten. You're a stupid dumbass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number three for me is Tefiri Time Raveler. I really like this card. I don't own it, so I, I haven't. You do actually own it. It's in a foil uncut sheet. It's not like I can <laughs> sleeve it up. And I do curved. own it, it's Lowry. A curved. Oh, good. Yeah, I should have done that you. to myself. Uh, yeah, stained glass foil. Yeah. Stain- yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, good. Do it again because it's stained glass. <laughs> but I love this card. It's static ability is why I really like it. Uh, just being able to cast your things at uh, instant speed and making others at sorcery speed is such a good card. It doesn't have both of those as yes. a static? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm, well, let me make sure before. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure that I'll cut all this, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Tap on the Japanese version. Oh, I totally tapped on the Japanese one. <laughs> <laughs> Each opponent can uh, cast spells only on their any time they could. And then until your next turn, you may cast sorceries. Yeah. As though they had fun. Okay, so, so that's the plus ability. Yeah, that's plus, plus ability is making it so you can cast your stuff, which you're just going to do that. And then the just static ability is making it so people can't use counter spells, MFers. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, that's good enough if yeah. you don't like it. Yeah. So that's, I, I think, it, what was the other ability on it? What's the last <laughs> thing on it? I mean, it's. Yeah, it, I mean, I, I'm more focused on the first two the static ability and your plus ability. Uh, it's minus three, return up to one target artifact, creature, or enchantment to its owner's hand, draw a card. So, right there, bounce ability and a draw effect with yeah. it as well. A little so bit of. I didn't even. Removal. That's not even why I picked it. It's the first two things yeah. of why I picked that I one. I mean, those my, two things are pretty good. Yeah. And it's. Yeah. Great card. All right. Number three for you, Larry. Buyers of Invention. Yep. You like that card. It was in your K5. Uh, was it? Yeah. I don't remember that part. So red, three colorless enchantment, and then you get to play 
uh, cast spells in your hand for free for the amount of lands you have. And oh play. no, you didn't play. That. It was no. fires of uh, confluence is what you had as fiery confluence. Fires, was, yeah, fiery. Yeah. Okay. So, but fires of invention might be. That's from Modern Horizons. No, no, no. Isn't it Throne of Eldraine? Is it? Yep. Oh no, you don't know this card at all. No, I don't. Yeah. No, this card is really, really good. And the more because this is in again my Kenrith deck, I get to play Kenrith. Play another like five drop and use all that mana to be able to use into his abilities. Put it in Zancha and then I can play Zancha for free and then be able to use mana to draw cards off of it. I've seen people talk about put it in an equipment deck and you get to put the equipment into play and then you get to equip it because you have that extra mana left open. Like it just, as long as you're like a sorcery speed permanent style deck. I think this card just kind of goes in there. And how much was it to come out? Uh, red and three colorless. Oh, that is so you can, good. you know, turn four, you can go fires of invention, four drop. Mm-hmm. Next turn, you know, oh, five I do drop, five that. drop. Draw I remember cards. when we when we previewed it, I really, really liked that card. Oh, wait, it, that's the, is it a sorcery you said? No, no it's, it's an the it, enchantment. Yeah, I remember because we previewed this one. Wasn't this with number two? Yeah. And I really liked that card because I was saying, yeah, you could, you can cast two spells yeah. technically because you get the first one free, right? Is what you're saying? They both get to be free. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that a lot is... of memory on this one. No, but like it just but, doesn't allow you to play on other people's right, turns. That's the downfall. That's the it. downfall. But again, if you're a permanent style deck, like it goes in anything where your curve's just a little high. And yeah. if you need to, like, just think of, about this in Vivictus as Mahdi, where I'm up to like eight, nine mana. I could drop two huge creatures that are just stuck in my hand. I can go. Blop, blop. Yeah. Bring it. Like, this card seems... I I would say this might... This is probably going to be a spec target. I got to do a little bit more into this, but this card should be really, really, really good. Yeah. I remember liking that card a lot. Yeah. I I like that. like it. Uh, Number two for me is Prismatic Vista. Mm. Mm. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Is that on your list? Yes. (laughs) Uh, I just like that we have another fetch land and, uh, the more the merrier, it's still expensive, but, uh, this is from modern horizons, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, it's a freaking great card. I love land. I love land. Do you really love the lamp or are you just saying it because you saw it? I love lamp. I love lamp. Agreed. What's your number two? My number two is going to be Feather the Redeemed. I stole your number one because you stole my f- number one. Did I? Yeah. Well, of course. What haven't I <laughs> said yet? End. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Feather the Redeemed really is something that Boros Red White really needed for a commander. For sure. Uh, it changed the complexion of the color. I think it really um, just helped out, made the, the colors more diverse together. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was really good for wizards to be able to print. And, uh, you know, I, I just, and I, I built the deck. It's really fun. It's uh, a good deck. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Uh, number one, drum roll. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or we can do it. Number one, number one. Wow. The great hand. What? <laughs> I don't even talk anymore about this. It's a good card. I love it so much. It's one of my favorites, like we talked about before. What's your number one? Fabled, Fabled Passage. 
You're, no, it isn't. It's and prism. prismatic vista. You took two. They're both the same thing, essentially. Yeah, they, I almost, I was almost put <clears throat> fabled passage in here too. But. So I, but I would say just so that I can say different things, fabled passage. No, it's not. It's prismatic vista. They're you both. know it. <laughs> uh, I think, I think it was nice to get different fetches in there. Yeah. I think it would have been nice. I, I, the only thing that I, I'm hoping is that they're more willing to reprint these cards in other places, to whereas they might not want to do. Original fetch fetches. lands mm-hmm. to whereas this could be fit in to commander product or, you know, other products. Yeah. I hope that's what they're doing with this. That, and so it's more of like a hope for these cards to be a new know. hope. Ba, 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 ba. That was last week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about your honorable mentions? I had Yarok in here. I was glad they printed that card this year. For I had sure. Faberal elder in here. I had, he's on my, uh, Honorable mentions for and sure. And I had Winds of Abandon, which probably should have been on my list. <laughs> um, and then I had Snowlands, but those aren't new, so I kind of cheated on that. But sure I like the did. full art Snowland. Full art Snowland. There you go. They don't have those, do they? No, they didn't. Uh, that doesn't make them new. <laughs> sure it does. Arcane Signet. Yeah, I didn't want to put it on it there. It's boring. Yeah. And there were plenty of people that didn't like it, but I think. Uh, the other good. thing I was really happy about, like the talismans from Modern Horizons, mm-hmm. I was really happy they, they printed those. Um, I actually, uh, I will say I do like the Brawl Commanders. I'm glad they printed those guys because they just need to get cheaper and get I it they were more solid. available. Yeah. But they're we finally really good. just got one of each. Yeah, exactly. Finally. I actually don't have. Oh, I did buy the night one. So yeah. I do have one of each now. Yeah. We uh, got it. <laughs> we got it. I really like Mirror Maid, which yeah. is like you can copy an enchantment or artifact. Um, Spark Double seems really fun. That's where it can copy any mm. Planeswalker or Legend, not Legendary. Um, Captive Audience. Yeah. Still seems really. That's the seven mana enchantment where it like curses a player and they got to like lose five life or sacrifice. Yeah. That one cre- seems pretty interesting. Um, your, your honorable mentions a lot longer. Yeah, but it's equal, <laughs> but we, I'm trying to stretch this episode. Well, I was thinking we just jump into the A&O question that we missed we last week really quick. Uh, Vivian champion of the wilds guardian project. I put uh, uh, Verity also circle. giver of ruins. Let's give her. A ru- oh, the mother of ruins. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm happy about that. Yeah. But we also found in that situation, the colorless, colorless part matters. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I think Trombley had Giver of Ruins and Mother of Ruins. His Giver of Ruins got killed, and he needed to have protection from colorless. So uh, it was a really good card to add to that. Yeah, no, this this was a really, really cool year for a bunch of cards. Modern Horizons had a lot of cards I liked in mm-hmm. it. Uh, and that's why... Commander Horizons. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, you know, it, it really bump the power level on modern mm-hmm. um gave a lot us of, a lot of things to use yeah, sure. all right so we are actually going to do the anl question because i don't think we need to make this that much longer but we'll just add a little bit more time but trombley had a question last week uh and you guys can hashtag anl questions on twitter uh but it was favorite road trip that we've ever been on where was it why was it and how long was it <clears throat> so what's your favorite road trip um was it the time that, let me guess, they were reading the flavor text to you while driving yeah. and you were naming what cards they were? Yeah, that was a pretty good road trip. <laughs> uh, so what we ended up doing was, I believe it was 2003, I want to say. Might have been 2007. 
Whoa, it was, that's so, a difference. Uh, it was World Cup qualifier match that was in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. And so we went and watched the uh, U.S. team versus... Was that the same road trip with yeah, the reading yeah, those flavor text? It was text? a big thing. So, okay, so it started out with that. That was the purpose of the road trip. Uh, we're going, I think it was against Costa Rica, I want to say. Um, and so we're just like, well, let's make a trip out of it. Uh, so we went to Yellowstone first for like two days. Mm-hmm. And it was me, a good buddy, and then two of his friends. Uh, one didn't have a license and two didn't know how to drive a stick. So it was only me only driving, driving and it was my car. So we go to Yellowstone. I drove, I think it was like 14, 16 hours over, through night, and I just passed out the next day. I was like, I'm tired. Um, hung out there for a couple of days, and then we decided, and then we ended up going down to Salt Lake City, watching the match, getting shitty drunk afterwards. Uh, and then we went to the guy who didn't have a license. We were like picking up all his stuff because he was living there, moving back to Minnesota. Uh-huh. And it was Winter Park in Colorado. <laughs> and then that's when we picked up the magic cards and uh, you know, we did some hiking in the mountains and it was just a, a lot of fun. Even though How you know, long I were didn't you really, gone? it was a week trip and okay. it was about three, it was like in between 3000 and 3,500 miles Jeez. in a week. So I was really, I slept for like two days straight once I got back. Cause again, we're just, it was just like everything that I did was like a 16 hour drive. It felt like, Ugh. yeah, it would suck <laughs> to be the only driver. So, well, yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. Alaska is crazy. Don't do that road trip. You did that when we were kids. My dad drove. Oh. My dad was the only driver then Ugh. on the way back from Anchorage to that Minnesota. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it was like a week straight of eight plus hour days. I did the uh, road trip to a couple years ago with Trombley, Jeremy, and our other buddy Ryan Grant, and went to Banff. Road trip, and that was over. We just drove there, snowboarded for two days, and the end of the second day, we drove back. Like, ugh, ugh that was horrible. Yeah, that, so that's best. Yeah, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not my best. My uh, best road trip was my sophomore year of college. Uh, my sweet mate, which sounds like he, he's sweet. <laughs> was he sweet? Yeah, sweet mate, and a couple other buddies. We, um, just decided to take my car and drive down to Mardi Gras. I knew that's what it would be. Yeah. So we drove down to New Orleans during Mardi Gras, uh, got a hotel right on the, right off of Bourbon street. It was a block away, but it was where the parade stuff went. And let's just say that was freaking chaos. We're all underage, uh, had fake IDs. Um, I, how I got around it is I glued my ID to my wallet so that I, I would tell the officers like, Oh, my 21st birthday, my friends pranked me and they glued my ID to whatever. Jesus. We never got carded. Well, actually I, I take that back. My buddy who was the sweet mate, his name was also Adam, but his last name is Wetley. So we called him wet sack. I, that was his. No, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually got busted. Uh, and luckily he had his ID in his pocket and he was able to rip it off his ID while he was trying to get it. So if he would have gave the cop a fake ID, he'd have been a lot more. Cause they were really obviously fake. It was supposed to be like a flash to the <laughs> bartender or whatever. Uh, but yeah, Mardi Gras was insane. Um, there was a lot of boobs, of course. Uh, that's where you see a lot of horny dudes everywhere. But the, my buddy Dane, oh yeah, this also went with me. He was trying to get some girl to show her boobs up on one of the, like, that's the thing is like, it's 
there are people on the streets showing their boobs, and then there's people up on the balconies, like the Playboy Mansion, not Mansion, but I mean, I'd probably show my boobs. <laughs> so, but there's just people all along there, and so my buddy's like, "Show your boobs," and she's like, "Show us your dick," and so he's like, "All right," and he pulls his pants down, and a second later, he gets like hit, <laughs> and it's a cop, and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and like just pulls his pants back up. She set him up. Oh man, it was it was a shit show. Uh, I'll never do it again. It was an interesting thing to do at a as a nineteen year old, uh, mainly yeah. for the boozing, not the boobing. It was more of the the boozing because you could just go. They had the hurricanes before Katrina hit there. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> they still have those there. But those man, those drinks are just you know three feet long, and you're just drinking out of it. And it was just in the hotel people so we had like our hotel room the window faced like the other side of the hotel you know, like there was like think of the hotel as a horseshoe mm-hmm. and there's this area in between where you could see the other hotel rooms on the other side and then there's also one over here people were throwing mattresses out their windows down in the, yeah they were just trashing these places it was bad and people people wonder why they don't like partiers yeah it was it was an interesting experience. The funny thing is, is that at that point, uh, I used, my mom had like an emergency credit card to use mm-hmm. and how she found out I went down there is I used that for the gas because I was a poor <laughs> college student and she's like, why does this say you're in Arkansas? Why does this say you're in Louisiana? What the hell are you doing? I'm like, sorry, mom. I went to Mardi Gras, but I how you yeah i did give her money money for it i had money from everybody else but yeah there was a i mean this is a small road trip but uh i hosted a a bachelor party out in milwaukee oh yeah i was not not no i wasn't for my brother i've hosted two two in milwaukee two in milwaukee (laughs) the funny thing Uh, is that's where i was coming from because that's where i was going to school milwaukee yeah what's up with milwaukee Uh, it's cool place apparently uh so but we were out there and just i was the only one driving you know it's only like Five, six Why hours? are you always the only one driving? Because people don't know how to drive sticks. <laughs> Why don't you use somebody else's car? Why are you always <laughs> pounding up your car? Because I like driving. Uh, so, <laughs> oh. but we're, uh, so we're driving and everybody's complaining. I'm a slow driver. Everybody's complaining you about me driving slow. <laughs> and uh, we see, you know, our crew, they're, we're in like five different cars. Everybody's passing me. And then they're like, oh, why, just speed. Get there quicker. Quick, get there quicker. And we beat everybody by 20 minutes. <laughs> because I just have the rule, like, we don't stop unless you have to. You know, we'll stop here oh. for gas real quick. You go to the pee if you have to, get back in, and we're just going to go. That's the rule that I go with, and we just beat it. Because everybody's like, I'm going to get food here. Yeah, and stop. And right. then I'm going to get to the bathroom. Yeah. I, well, I'm a little bit hungry again. Can I get – I got to pee again because I had a liter of cola. Like Liter of cola? <laughs> Come right, on, that, Farva. Yeah, that's one of the best lines ever in movies. So that just triggered the trip down to Mardi Gras. Uh, wet sack had the smallest bladder I've ever seen out of anybody. And the dude, so at the beginning we were stopping, like you're saying every hour for yeah. him to go pee. It's- By the time we got halfway down, we just had a bottle for him that he would actually <laughs> pee into and then just dump it out the window when oh, we were Jesus. driving. Why not just cap it? And then he can reuse Cause he it. peed a lot. Jesus. He would fill that thing up. That's insane. Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. I'm like, dude, your, your bladder's the He's size probably of a has prostate issues. Yeah. <laughs> the age of 19. <laughs> Uh, all right. 
Well, that was uh, we made that stretch out a little bit. It's still only thirty-five minutes, so this we are by far shortest episode sure. we've ever recorded. For but sure. hey, it's the new year. You guys are either listening to this before you're about to go out and party or whatever, or celebrate the new That's year. That's what I do. Listen to the Commander Smiths exactly. before I go have fun. Or this is your after you're, you've had a good night of celebrating New Year and we're just, our soothing voices That's are. also what I want to do when I'm super hungover is <laughs> listen, listen to, to me Commander Smith. or you. Hey. <laughs> yes. That's how we should have spoken. <laughs> hey, guys. We're not going to talk loud on this episode because you're hungover. All right, well, that is it for us bringing in the new year. We're getting closer on our 100th episode and our two-year anniversary oh, man. coming what up. what is this? This is 97. This yeah. is number 97. Well, we forgot to say that on the we last did. episode. Last time it was number 96. Just That's how your numbers order. work. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we hope you guys had a happy new year. I hope you guys uh, continue holidays. to listen to us and keep Please. spreading the word. Um, and we'll catch you guys in the new year. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you. Bye. Boom. Oh.